What's the feeling on the streets of the Hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the pub test with Paul Scott. It is time for the pub test with Paul Scott. Good morning, my friend. How are you on this beautiful I'm, Thursday? I'm very well, thank you. I'm I'm, uh, I'm in a very uh, in a very nice sunny spot. And oh, nice. There's no wind. You, and, you, um, you sound very chipper today. You sound uh, you sound like yourself again. I went for sweat. The water temperature here is uh, twenty two degrees. Oh, so wow. it's uh, not. I'm in. I'm. I'm in Queensland. I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in Newcastle. I was just about to say to you, uh, Stephen Bradbury, the uh, last man standing, is headed to Newcastle today, and he's planning on a on a bit of a surf before he he does a luncheon tomorrow. And he said, "Oh, you know, the, the it's probably going to be a little bit colder down there." I said, "Mate, the surf's about 19 degrees." Uh, now I know what he means by how uh, it's 22 degrees in the water up there. That's impressive. Like at least the uh, it was six degrees at the beach this morning. Which is very unusual for um, uh, for Queensland at this, mm. uh, this early in the winter, but um, not a not a breath of wind, not a cloud in the sky. Oh. It's that kind of it's the Queensland of tourist um, uh, promotions, and of course, being up here, for, oh. the timing was terrible. Oh, oh, very, I'm, very. I'm, oh, I'm at my sister's place, which is halfway between Noosa and Doonan, and it, uh, Noosa and Yamundi at a place oh. called Doonan. And anyway, I was. I just forgot it was state of origin. I landed. I landed here on Monday and for for a week, and I just oh man, it's origin. What are we doing for origin? I go, oh. Are they? Do they landed. support Queensland now? Oh, oh, absolutely, oh. they do. Oh, she's married to a born and bred Queenslander, oh. so it's just it's oh, that's awful. They put. And, you know, really, it's a surprise the RSPCA hasn't turned up here today because they put their um, 14-year-old Staffordshire pair out in a Queensland, in a little dog Queensland juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> the poor thing. I'll tell you what, they are a different breed, aren't they, up there, the Queenslanders? It's, it's, oh, <sighs> they are. They are. They take, it, they take it so serious. It was like... Jumping up and running around and like you know, you suck this out, Wales. Joe. it's like war. It's just, it's just. Mm. So anyway, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good game. I think a I great game. Wales oh but, man, you know. seriously, the 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 try to start with that that should have been ruled forward. Um, I know Joey said it was flat. Well, you know what? I I just think they were trying to be unbiased, but um, it it wasn't flat. It was forward. And what about uh, Paolo being held out held in that scrum? Why did they not ask for a review of that? I I got no idea. I mean, what a man monster he is. And and look, you know, I I was worried that he was being held down that he he would um, break his comb. I mean, there was a lot of the, what was going on with the haircuts out there last know. night. What about the mustache? <laughs> Now, what did someone, someone, someone here said Tom Selleck? Yes, like, yeah, Tom Magnum P.I. Magnum? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, oh, look, there was a whole, there was a whole lot of things that went on. I thought the new commentator 
uh, did well. I thought he did a pretty a pretty good job. You know, it's his first mm. call, big boots to fill. I tell you what, it was a very different. Um, it was a very different broadcast, wasn't it? I thought uh, the addition of Joey and uh, Cameron Smith in that commentary box was a stroke of brilliance. I thought that was just so well done, both of them. I mean, once again, it's just shown the intelligence and the smarts of, of Joey. He was spotting things, you know. At least a minute to uh, to forty five seconds before anybody else did, he'd make a comment on something, and then a minute later you'd say, "Oh yeah, such and such is down," and it's like, "Yeah, well, hang on, Joey already said that." You know, he is just such a master of that game, and to have him in that commentary box yesterday, I thought was a stroke of brilliance. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I mean that's always been the thing about uh, Andrew Johnson. You know, they always say he could read the play, you know, two sets before it happened. He knew, you know, he he really has such a good football brain. I also think it was a stroke of genius, kind of pushing Phil Gould to the pitch. Oh, wasn't it great? We didn't have to it, listen to yeah. Phil Gould. I, yeah, you don't find many people have a, you know, mm. have a big love for, uh, no. for Phil. I tell you what, he's he's uh, he's been to a lot of clubs now. He's at he's at the Bulldogs. He's sacked the coach, and he's got to pull them together. I mean, I'm just starting to wonder if his kind of you know hold over the game is starting to um, to, to dissipate. If the Bulldogs don't you know put it together next season, or well, this season's written off for him, mm. I'd say that you know that uh, his his magic hold over the game. I thought that um, the whole uh, vibe there last night. Look pretty good, and mm. I do think Channel Nine did a thing. I like. I didn't mind that thing where they split the screen for the ads. So, like when you're waiting, and they did a split screen, so you're still seeing what's happening on the field. It wasn't play. I didn't like how they went in on the close up on the player um, who was injured, like mm. the winger, the Queensland winger. Oh, who, yeah, who's, no. uh, they should have. Thought thought they should have not done that. No, I don't. I, to see someone riding around in agony like that, I just yeah, it's not, not a good look for the game. No, it wasn't. It wasn't particularly. I'll throw good you one. Uh, one that I, I, I in the first uh, first couple of crosses to the coaches, I thought was really great, and obviously that's the Channel Nine connection there. I really enjoyed that, but I think they just pushed it too far. They went too many times, and in particular in those uh, in that last uh, probably the last twenty minutes of the game, whenever they crossed to either either Freddie or to to Billy. I don't think that was the right thing. I think that that really, it was a bit of overkill. Um, one of the questions was just like straight out of the, you know, the book of dope. Well, it was what he said. He said, uh, you know, um, oh, what, do you, what do you have to do here? You know, when, mm. when New South Wales were behind. He said, well, you know, so we just, you know he was polite in that because he's, he's part of the Channel 9 commentary team as well and he probably thinks to himself, well, I'd probably ask a few a few knucklehead questions myself as well. I, 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 look, I think that's a good point. I think stay clear of them in the mm. in the second in the second half. I, I mean, we don't. You know, do you do you really need when they're concentrating on the game and thinking about okay, am I going to take that guy off? Am I going to replace him? Or you know, any of that kind of thought, just to have to come through with a, a non-inane comment. Um, to fill the broadcast space, yeah. not, necess- not, not necessary. Yeah. You know, they don't do it to NRL coaches. No. Um, of, of, as far as I can remember. And then you're going to get, trying to get something from Bellamy when Melbourne Storm were behind. Oh. He would, wouldn't he? Look, it, it was it was wonderful and good on the two of them for agreeing to it. But uh, yeah, no, leave them alone in the last twenty minutes. Leave them alone. Just leave them it alone. Le- it leaves a lot. 
um, of excitement for for the second game, and it does show, you know, like people who aren't even really interested in the week to week shenanigans of the NRL, you know, it still has a magic, the the uh, you know, to attract people, the uh, and and even non rugby, yeah, non rugby league people as well, people who are like you know, other, who like other codes. Mm. Jump in, but yeah, I thought Channel Nine did a good, uh, did a much much improved job. There's yeah. certainly been uh, copping plenty of uh, criticism, and a lot of people say, "Well, the KO is so much so much better um, for for watching the rugby mm. league." Of course, the, the the exclusive rights go go to Nine for this. Yeah, but I thought they lifted their game, and I I didn't really have any problems with the. The, the commentary. No, you didn't turn it on till about five past eight. Purposely didn't turn it on so you don't get all that. Yeah. I was worried about that stuff. But you know that stuff where they put the piano on and Gould walks along and says things like, Rugby League. They say it's a game where legends are made. You know, oh, hey, look, at least he doesn't put the key in, uh, in the field. At least, at least we don't do the key anymore. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> now, uh, the big, the one I wanted to ask you about today, uh, you know, now being being the supporter of development that you are, and the fact that you know we're 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 really going ahead in leaps and bounds here in uh, in the city, man. The Newcastle West development, the GWH uh, one that's going in on National Park Street, it is huge. There's going to be a thousand new homes in the, across those four projects. We're going to be high rise city. Look, we are. And, like, I think, like, with the development of Newcastle, the council had always, uh, you know, well, this council, anyway, had a view that 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 was a place around the, um, well, around where the train station is, Mm. around where the light rail starts and finishes, that was the place to, that was the place to do it. And, you know, it is happening. And there's plenty of, plenty of developer interest. Look, I... I actually think it's quite quite good. Mm. I, you know, I think Newcastle. If you've been out along the Link Road and see how many car, like the, the cars on the roads coming in and out of Newcastle late in the afternoon, mm. early in the morning. Um, every time you build another development, you're knocking down, you know, you're knocking down bush. You uh, you need infrastructure uh, there. You need schools. You need uh, public transport. You need all kinds of things where if you build it on these kind of places, you put those people in the sky, it's, uh, you know, it, it can't be anything but a good thing. But I'd say that there's some things that have to come to do with that, uh, that need to be attended to, and that's strata living in New South Wales. Mm. They reckon that in another 10 years, half of Australians are going to be living in apartments. So, like, the half of Australians living in apartments in another 10 years, you know, there's... There's a lot of... If you live in a building where everyone's well-behaved and, you know, uh, uh, looks after each other and, and is concerned about their neighbour, that's a, that's a good thing. Mm. But if, if not, um, you know, it can be a real, uh, a real pain in the, in the butt. And I do think New South Wales government has spent some time on uh, strata law reform, but it's things like being sure that you're buying a building off the plan... Uh, you know that it's that it's you're going to be guaranteed for you know well seven years at least mm. that you're not going to have to put your hand in pocket to rectify things that were done on the shock. So you know we've got a lot of high rise coming in Newcastle. You know the other thing is Tracy, I, I do know of one building in Newcastle 
a recent build where the strata committee didn't want any publicity about that building having some 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 problems. Okay. And the reason for that is because um, it it makes it harder for them to sell it. Yeah, the value goes down. Yeah, the value mm. goes down if people know if people know that uh, that kind of thing. So. They want to keep it all all on the quiet. So but that doesn't help those of us who, you know, I mean, I know you're, you live in, in apartment now and, and you know, I, I've got no doubts that in the next probably 10 years I'm going to do the same thing. Um, it's just secure, you know, being being on my own with, with just, you know, a 14-year-old. That is so secure for me. It's great. But it's a big investment and it's a big change of psyche, isn't it, to go from buying a plot of land where you can, you know, it's your land, you can do whatever you want to do, to going into an apartment complex where you've got neighbours that you've got to deal with where you don't actually own any land it's a big change of psyche and those strata laws have got to got to keep pace with that and you know what um i think one of the things is that you know if you want to drive a car you've got to get a license i suppose to have a, ch- a child you don't have to do anything <laughs> well you have to do something but any anyone can you do, do have that. to do something well, but anyone, anyone can do it <laughs> well i'm not sure anyone can do it but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot I of people that should not anyway. do it yes but I think with strata living, you don't, you know, people buy in with absolutely no idea of of the kind of obligations and, uh, you know, the hygiene that you have to go through mm-hmm. for something like, uh, you know, to renovate a bathroom. Like mm-hmm. if you live in a house, you just renovate a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You live in strata, <laughs> you just don't renovate a bathroom. No. You know, because you've got to think about the people underneath you. Is it going to be properly waterproof? Well, how do we know? Who's a certifier? Oh, I can do it. No, mate, you're not certified. Start I can it. remember um, Neil Petherbridge, a couple uh, who who is. Uh the, I think he's still the chair of the, the property council here in the Hunter. I can remember Neil Petherbridge about probably six, eight months ago. He moved into the uh, that new development uh, that, of Iris Capital in there. And uh, and I know that some of the strata details that were released after the fact, that was a big concern to him that, uh, you know, these, these some of these strata costs weren't presented up front and uh, things were changed and uh, instead of being an, you know, an independent strata, it was a strata that was owned by the, uh, by the organisation who built it. You know, there's all of those kind of fine print things that we're finding now as we're moving more and more into this high rise in, uh, you know, in, in the East End and in the West End. It's really, I, th- I think it's going to be an interesting time ahead. Look, I think that, I think the right thing, you know, for people, like, rather than just get kind of apartment fever and go, oh, it's fantastic, we can see the ocean. You need, you know, you need a booklet, and no real estate agent's going to give it to you, but you, you, you need some sort of, like, guide. Okay, so you've bought into Strata, and and the New South Wales government um, have, have put together uh, something on a site, but you'd have to seek it out, you know, and, I, I mean, geez, like, my... My brother-in-law was buying a new, wants to buy a new telly. So, you know, he said, oh, let's go down the shops and buy a new telly. And I go, well, which one do you want? He goes, oh, I want a 65-inch one. And I said, which one? He goes, oh, I don't know. Them OLED ones sound good. And I go, like, mate, like, for 20, for 26 bucks, you can buy, a, you know, a three-month subscription to Choice. Yeah. Who constantly update and review and tell you which turkeys to stay away from. I think, you know, if you're going to be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a strata. You want you really want to know all about it. You want to know what big upcoming costs are coming. I think the one you were talking about, Tracy, which is a real uh, concern, again, the government is uh, addressing it, 
is that the developer locks in a gas supplier or an electricity supplier Mm. or an internet provider for like 10 years. I know, and you've got no choice. No, that's the one you've got Mm. to go for. Well, that's that's the kind of thing that, that, you know, that that peeves people because that's just a gap. That's just a gap. It really is, yeah. And maybe you can do that in times when the property market's actually on the boom. As, As we know now, it seems like the boom passed in about November, mm. and it's and and the, and the fever's off uh, now. It's it's starting to slow down, and and certainly Sydney, the predictions are the property prices will drop ten to fifteen percent over the next uh, eighteen months to two years. But geez, we've heard a lot of predictions about property prices mm. going south, haven't we? And, For a long time. Mm. And and look, I, yeah. I've been uh, I sold my house probably six or seven years ago. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that wasn't even at the peak. And it's only now that I can even contemplate going back in because uh, they're starting to come down. It's, it's just crazy. Listen, thank you for joining me, my friend. I really appreciate it. Uh, stay safe. Keep your head down. Don't tell anyone you're from New South Wales or it's going to be a horrible day. I'm not saying a word. No, I wouldn't. I'm walking, I'm walking around. Go, go Queensland. <laughs> you turncoat. You turncoat, you. <laughs> you stay safe. And uh, when are you back? When are you back in Newcastle? Uh, I think next Thursday. Oh, beautiful. Come back to God's yeah. country. You stay yeah. safe up there and uh, and we'll chat very soon. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Bye-bye. mate. Bye. That is Paul Scott with The Pub Test coming to us live from Queensland. Can't believe he timed it like that. Just crazy. Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.